0: 10, 9, 8, 7,
1: 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. This is Teachers Talk Radio and you are listening live. Welcome once again. Okay, I think my audio is back now. Yeah, it feels good to be back on the show uh, since the new year celebrations and all. So, how was your week? How was work today? And you are listening live. Tune in live at ttradio.org or to join in the conversation, download the Podbean app and search teachers talk radio follow the hashtag tt radio tune in talk it out with teachers talk radio yeah if you've not told your friends your teacher friends your staff room buddies to download the podbean app and be a part of this show you are wrong so share the, the link to this show right now and let's get more active listeners to be part of the conversation today. Today's conversation is about teachers and uh, being intentional. It's about teachers and being intentional. Uh, we have moved past the the era of new year resolutions to... New year intentions we are becoming intentional because I think we've overused the word re- resolutions so much that it doesn't carry as much weight as it should. So now we have moved to being intentional. So we're going to be looking at some of our intentions some of uh, some of the things we're going to be doing intentionally this year, some of the things that we're going to um, we're going to start doing, going to stop doing and we're going to keep doing maybe if you've been doing it before you're going to keep doing it or you're going to take a break and i'm not going to be doing that alone i'm doing that with one of lagos finest teachers i wish you could see her face right now she's so pretty you would not even believe that she's a teacher I mean in the context of the nigerian female teacher is always assumed to be um i don't know fearful looking and oh she looks like an angel and uh, coming from me coming from a woman like, like her take my word for it i'm not exaggerating so if you would like to know what she looks like she is your teacher buddy on instagram your teacher buddy as pronounced there's no special spelling so when you, when you um, find her on Instagram, you know what I'm talking about. She's a mom, and um, she's a wife. <laughs> she's a complete package, and I can't wait to hear from her. She was um, my coursemate while studying educational management master's degree in the University of Lagos a few years back, and it was quite an experience studying with her. And I was so happy to find out that she's actually doing great in this profession. All right. So this is Bisayo Adewole, a.k.a. Bisayo, the Ego Teacher. And um, I am at abisayo.a, at abisayo.a on Instagram. You can catch up with my other activities on Instagram, and even other shows if you are just joining us for the first time. Thank you so much for being a part of this show. Alright, now the last show that we had we looked at um, the experience, what it felt like being raised by a teacher and we had a pre-service teacher join us fellow our family Lucy and uh, she told us how the influence of a mom or being raised by a mom made her to be who she used to be. Aside just choosing to be a teacher, she's time conscious that I can never forget. Because teachers definitely have to be time conscious. This, 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 um, this is one of the things that teachers should be intentional about. And when I'm talking about time conscious, I don't just see being time conscious as being punctual alone. We need to start seeing being time conscious as being um intentional about what you want to do. I mean don't just jump at everything. Especially when these things take your time. As teachers, you don't don't just jump at everything. They're looking for who's going to do this, you want to be the one. They're looking for who's going to do this. You want to be there are so many other ways that you can um, you can manage being active as a teacher. By the time you decide to commit to everything, you definitely lack or lag in some, of, some other things. So that's definitely going to affect your um, efficiency or your effectiveness as a teacher. So that's one thing that I know that I won't forget from the last show and um, like i said earlier this show we are looking at things that teachers should be intentional about in the aspect of in the aspect of things that you are going to keep doing things that you are going to stop doing things that you're going to start doing and things they are going to take a break on either in the classroom or your daily life as a teacher and so we summed it all up and we called it the teacher's playlist the teachers playlist. you know uh, when you have a playlist you have the option of replaying you have the the option of stopping the music you also have the option of um starting the music play the music and we also have the option yeah i think we have gone through the, all the options I'm, I'm, I'm going to be doing this with one of lagos finest teachers and she is none other than mary senami i hope i got the pronunciation right mary are you with us
0: Hello, can you
1: hear me? Can Hi, hear me? Mary. Hi. Yeah, I can. Hi. Hello. Oh. Hi. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you, too. Yeah, Hi, I can you hear me. you. Are you okay?
0: Thank you for having me. Can you and hello to
1: everyone listening? Okay. Are you using a earpiece? No, I am not. Okay, please you you would have to use a um a earpiece or headphone because I can hear myself. It's echoing.
0: Okay.
1: All right, so while we're waiting for her to get ready, let's continue the conversation. So one of the things that I have decided to keep doing, and that will be one of the things I decided to replay. Okay, Mary's. Hello.
0: Can you hear me now?
1: Yeah, great. Loud and clear. (laughs) <laughs> all right so please introduce yourself i already told the whole world that you're lagos finance teacher so maybe you can tell us <laughs> 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 pictures are not even doing justice you know until they see you like live and direct so they'll know that i'm not exaggerating all right um so let's uh hear from you what do you do where do you teach what do you teach
0: okay so as everyone on the show and thank you bisaya for having me. it's
1: a pleasure
0: so i teach in lagos nigeria the kids to school to be through okay. in Surulere and I teach okay.
1: English
0: language in the upper-key stage level. Okay. Presently, I teach English language, but then I'm a scientist, so I'll say that I ca- I teach...
1: Okay. Every subject. <laughs> <laughs> um, nice. So, so what what's up with your uh, Instagram page? You call yourself your teacher oh. body. What's behind that?
0: Okay, so becoming a teacher was something I was a decision I made when I went for NYC. Even though everyone saw me as a teacher, even my mom felt I should study education when I needed to go into the university. But I didn't see what they were saying. Mm-hmm. But after my NYC, I realized that I <laughs> I had something to do in the education space and that led me into getting a PGD form and then when I got to do my master's, I met you, so I would say that the Teacher Body platform, <laughs> first of all started as a place where I just used to drop code about education, but as time went on, I began to narrow down my interests. So yes, I'm passionate about children, I'm passionate about teaching them and ensuring that they understand the why of what they are learning. But then I picked interest in the teachers because I realized that no difference will be made if the teachers are not invested in, if the teachers do not become who they should. So we say we are professionals, but I will be really exhibiting that. And if we don't work on that, then the children will not get the best. So my interest, Jill, stronger for teacher wellness, teacher growth, and just representing Uh teachers and letting people know that teachers are not poor, they are not ugly, (laughs) they don't dress like beggars, teachers are just Uh awesome people like the doctors and the bankers and the engineers. I also needed children to uh, see that they could become teachers because I realized that many of them did not want to become teachers because they assumed that teachers are they don't dress well they, are, they don't have money so they, they assume that your dressing determines uh, determine if you have money or not anyway so that's what they think based on their age uh, so I began to take interest yeah. in teachers representing the professional properly in terms of attitude, character, physical looks in every ramification mm. and that was how I began to you know make it a big deal out of your appearance as a teacher, training yourself, becoming better, mm. growing mm. and all of that so that yeah. was, that, that's yeah. basically what that page is about just letting everyone out like
1: yes <laughs> yes you are doing a great job because you are showing us a perfect example. Uh, you, you, are, you are showing us the, the different sides of being a teacher, because sometimes you post um, videos of you at work, you looking tired. And, and another time we are seeing a post of you slaying, you know, looking all push and ah-ah. Uh-uh. For it to know that, Mm-mm. yes, teachers work. we slay, we play, we do everything and not just uh, girls in the classroom yeah yes 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 we have a live all right so let's um get into the main gist of today so let's start with okay. we're about to um we're about to play our playlist now <laughs> so we're going to be using yours as a model you just going to share with all your own playlist for this year. So let's start with what um, some of the uh, your the the things or playlists that you are going to play this year. So that by play, I mean things you are going to start this year, what you've not been doing before. You are going to start this year in the classroom outside the classroom as a teacher.
0: OK, thank you. So I'll start with the play, like you said. So when I'm going to play this year or when I've started playing already, because the year I started.
1: Yes, yeah, started. started. I gonna, yes, I like that.
0: <laughs> one of the things I do after every term is to reflect back on what worked and what did not work. And that always informs mm. what to do next. So coming into this okay. year and new term, I decided that I was going to be big on positive reinforcement so let me quickly share what it means okay so what I see teachers do mostly okay is scolding so I'm teaching I see a child you know distracting or doing something. and then I begin to focus on what that child is doing at the end of the day other children are distracted what I was teaching many people have some of the children would have forgotten what you were even saying and then you waste time so i decided huh? to be big on positive reinforcement so what do i mean i'm teaching i'm going around and i'm like wow huh? and writing i like this and you see everybody trying to you know, write better can you see pressure sitting nicely well composed and you see another child you know checking himself and ensuring that he's also sitting nicely and i i've seen already that it makes a big difference on like when i focus on the negative Mm. so imagine saying come on why why are you writing like this and then everyone is beginning to look
1: instead of yeah instead of just directing yes yes
0: sometimes you may not even mention the name so sometimes i might not even see anyone doing what i want them to do yet and i'm like i can see someone putting in so much effort to ensure that the quality of our work putting so much effort to ensure that the quality of our work today is excellent nobody they don't know what i'm talking about there's actually nobody yet i've not seen it yet but it's what i expect in that lesson so that informs them that oh quality work quality work and you see extra effort being put into the work so i believe as teachers we need Uh to start learning not to focus on the negative i always say that unless Uh the situation needs to be attended to immediately. Some things can just be controlled with your eye, you know, not wicked eyes.
1: <laughs> so, you know, yeah.
0: I know or your eye look <laughs> or your fingers. You can just use your fingers to, you know, you can just make signs. The person you are talking to can mm-hmm. see you and the person quickly adjust without really saying anything because you have planned the lesson to happen in 15 minutes or 40 minutes and you spend 20 minutes correcting an issue. So, what's left? So positive reinforcement
1: ah. is one thing I've decided to play and I'm playing already. Ah. Okay. That that reminds me of this uh, the way teachers also scold uh students in the staff room. This public scolding. Maybe you 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 mm. caught a student doing something in the in the class and then you you drag the student to the staff room. Something that could have just ended in the classroom right there and there. Mm-hmm. Then the, the student feels embarrassed. Other teachers will get involved. It becomes a staff room matter. And at wow. the end of the day you find out that the students is not even did not even get any better from whatever you think you did, whatever yeah. correction you think they did. Yes. So teachers need to check that and stop doing that. It's so I don't know if it's if it happens in other countries, but I know that Nigerian teachers, from my own experience, I I, I went to a Federal Unity School, and I know that teachers are fond of doing that. They find joy in publicly scolding t- uh, um, students together in the staff room. Yeah, all right. So let's go to okay before I, before we move on. So we are playing reflective teaching and positive. Uh, reinforcements reinforcement this year, yes. okay. So let's go on to something that you're going to take a break on, something that you're going to be posting this year.
0: Sincerely, <laughs> shouting, <laughs> oh
1: my god, ah, <laughs> I can relate sincerely. You are not alone, <laughs> so being an African alone. <laughs> you shout this naturally year.
0: then you're now an
1: african teacher
0: this um, <laughs> i've said countless times to my children i've said i will not shout this year why are you making me shout <laughs> 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 so um coincidentally we even speak the we, we actually spoke about this this morning like spoke about shouting so what i see shouting do is so apart from the distraction it causes sometimes so shouting from two angles so shouting when you're teaching so it's very important that you must use your teacher tone your indoor voice we are teaching children to speak so we don't Mm, want children children to be robots so even though I, do, I don't want my children to become robots so i'm not uh. when i see a child too quiet in my class i'm even concerned so those children that are too quiet i'm always trying to engage them because i want them to be outspoken so i don't even want a gentle child that is too quiet however i want you okay. to okay. compose yourself and ch- chat with the person by your side uh. without necessarily causing a noise so when you are shouting you are telling your children that it's fine to shout so it's like they're shouting you're trying to make your voice louder than theirs and causing a lot of chaos in the class so shouting from that angle causes a lot of distraction and then you're not modeling what you want to see teachers we are models
1: uh-huh.
0: it's really not easy i must confess but then i have a colleague in the other class where uh-huh. we call each other support system and you know we check on each other so sometimes I'm. I can, I can pop into his class and I'm like, Wow. Your, your voice is beginning to go up. Are you sure you have eaten today? Are you sure you are not hungry? Are you sure you don't need to take a break? Because sometimes we don't even realize that we are shouting because you are tired.
1: Uh, uh, I'm jealous, so
0: Shouting because you are hungry. <laughs> <laughs> so we just took it upon each other. So sometimes, if I just open my door and just look at me and it's like, and he makes this sign of Have you eaten? <laughs> No. just a reminder that i know you are enjoying <laughs> this work but please take a break for yourself so that you can be refreshed so we need to be intentional about being refreshed along the line especially when you are a full-time teacher in your classroom you are teaching your subject and you spend all your time in the class so when your children on other subjects out for it, yes please try mm. to just yes i know you want to quickly mark something but a five minutes break to so just calm down would we'll prepare you for the next lesson emotionally you know mentally physically so we should just try to i won't say stop shouting don't shout unnecessarily you know <laughs> then the second aspect of shouting um would be what you talked about earlier shouting at the oh. <laughs> so mm. some children these terms i think my reflections um made me you know sit down to make some decisions and i'm seeing results already so i have more boys than mm. girls in my class and that makes my class a little all over the place because they have, i have many boys many energetic boys so one gentle girl equals to five boys and so one boy mm. sorry one boy in my class equals to five gentle girls <laughs> so you can imagine and i have a lot of them but this <laughs> i decided to focus on one-on-one correction and I must say that it has made a lot of difference sometimes these wow. corrections are not even direct so I'm just I see you in the morning so I come in very early and some of them because their parents go to work they drop them early too so they're in school about an hour before lessons start and I just bump into you on the corridor and I'm like oh I'm so proud of you so what's your plan for today how do you want to ensure that you do your work? So there's this little pep talk that just happens. Although I have a reason, I'm the only one that knows the reason and I don't really try to put it in the child's face that I think you make noise in my class. Instead, I'm asking the child, what do you think you need to do better today? And the child comes into Hi. my class, you know, giving me this look of, ah, she's kind of my friend. I spoke to her this morning. I'm trying to ensure that I don't go back on the words I told her earlier. I see it's working so well this uh-huh. term and I'm so excited about the fact that I've decided to do more of one on one corrections, holding in front of everyone. Uh-huh. Some children uh-huh. listen and if you have not taken your time to know, so you should just have to know your children and that is one thing every teacher must ensure that they do. There's no True. teaching without connection. So you don't know your children, you will not be able to reach them. So when you know them, you know that, okay, this child, once I speak to him or her, I get so what I need from the child. This one, okay, I need to scold him a little. So you should okay. be able to know, you know, there should be that balance. So calling children, So of course, there are some times that you might need to just speak out because you need to correct something on the spot and you want everyone to learn from it. But they're not in an embarrassment. Yeah. So, not shouting okay. at children. They know hmm. you should not, especially in this generation where our okay. children are exposed and they know. They can even say, I think you are bullying me. <laughs> 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 how, how they can even concerned. tell you to
1: stop shouting. We've gotten yes. to that point. They can so tell you, know. until you are shouting, excuse okay. me, ma, don't be yelling at me. So we need to
0: respect ourselves. So a no-no for me this year is shouting, you know. Uh, So learning to speak to my pupils respectfully, doing more one-on-one corrections, unless I need to escalate Uh something that is beyond being, you know, there are some things you don't sweep under the carpet, but there are some things that you don't need to actually shout. So we should Uh, also advise teachers, you know. So someone is asking a
1: question, okay. Says what do you do to persuade that quiet student to be active and talk in your class? You know, you've been talking about um the ones that are energetic and you know, hyper and all. Oh. So what about the ones that are quiet? You know, we you know we shouldn't shout and raise our yes. voice at those ones that are energetic. So what do you do to the ones that are quiet and you know in and in their shell? Okay, so what has
0: worked for me? I last so i'll start with the last session last session i had two extremely quiet children that i taught in year four and i taught them again in year six and i immediately it was time for prefership election i just called both of them you are going to become assembly prepared there's nothing you're going to do about it both of you will go <laughs> and will run so in our school it's a big deal so they get to contest you know you make posters the children vote so it's a real election so I encouraged um. them to become prefects. I told them. So I spoke with. So we were two in the class. We, we spoke to their parents. We spoke to the children, and they both decided to go. And we said pray that God could let them win, so that we will <laughs> we'll not feel the self-esteem and all. And luckily, both of them came. Exactly. Again, accepted, wow. And wow. In one term. In one term the difference to so, so till tomorrow I still have a relationship with their parents and they are still sharing what they are doing in their secondary schools now then I want to co- come to come back to the classroom where there's no okay so maybe the the child doesn't even win the election or the child is not open to contesting for an election in the 21st century way of teaching you're not supposed to be doing all the topics so there's room for group discussion and presentations so when you have asked uh, them to go into groups, you already know your children's friends. So this is the child that will present for your group. Because you know that you are trying to build that child's confidence. You know you want that child to be more outspoken. So I'm telling the group already that. So she's going to present for your group. I'm not, waiting, I'm not looking out for perfection. I just want you to come out in the class. So in front of your friend. Let's start from there. And then I try to also speak to their parents. So when you have watched the movie together, tell them so during the come for ptc i have my child we are working on being outspoken we are working on talking more so i try to create a connection with the parents so that we are both working from the house and the school to ensure that this child begins to speak confidently and some of them can speak but they are shy some of them are not shy they are just introverted and just want to be on their own so you should know the difference to so at the end of the day, engaging them, give them class jobs. So you're in charge of stationery. You're in charge of the books. Jobs that would make them speak to other friends. You're in charge of ensuring that everyone signs into the class. After giving them jobs, you want to engage them during class activities, presentations, answering questions. And if you have planned your lesson well, you would have given room for things like that anyway so you now know that your focus is on these children that i'm trying to uh, build their confidence so just finding the balance but then when it comes to making them become outspoken engaging them sometimes you might even go as far as telling them okay look at say so a year two child is passing by and this child is in five. and you just feel that can you explain to this child why you think he or she should do this so you have giving that child a This cannot happen overnight, trust me, because gradually, you just find them choosing to lead their friends, choosing to lead their classmates, and before you know it, they unconsciously just come out of that shell. So we just need to be intentional, you know, be intentional about it, because if you don't have a strategic plan, you may not achieve it. So i would say engaging the children is the major thing.
1: all right thank you so much so now let's move to what you are going to stop completely like don't even do at all
0: oh when i said shouting i really meant it i want to stop completely
1: (laughs) hello mary can you hear me can you
0: hear me yes i can hear you clearly I can hear you clearly
1: can you okay hear me? that's okay okay that one was for stopping i thought you meant to yes. pause
0: okay it's actually stopping
1: can you hear me okay so what are you going to take a break um from this year
0: um i think one of the major things I have decided to take a break. Break from in terms of so in terms of when it comes to my pupils, I've decided like this term. I've decided that I don't want. Can you hear me?
1: What
0: did you say? Yes, I can hear you. Okay. So last term, I was focused on my class being quiet. This term, I'm not big on my class being quiet. I don't even want a quiet class. At the same time, I don't mean that I want a rowdy class, but I'm focused more on engaging the children and not trying to put them in a box. So that box of you might i don't want to hear your voice i don't want you to talk keep quiet total silence. so i'm putting a pause on that i'm putting a pause on it because i think for now that's not the goal because it's also important that i don't know if you can still hear me i'm
1: with you i'm with you
0: okay i'm putting a pause on that because i think this term that's not the goal for me so that it's important that we set goals for our children and there are some things that you can't you can't decide that oh this term 20 you must i want the student to achieve 20 things so it's just listing the goals in the order of priority and deciding that okay so this like and when I resumed this term, I sat with my team members and I said, this first half of the term, we are focusing on three things. That's what's big for me. Yes, I know that we might need to work on this area. So try to, you know, work on it when you have the opportunity. But this is the major thing we're focusing on. So a silent class is not, it was in those days that, you know, the teacher just wants everybody to be like a robot. We don't want that anymore. There's time for that. So, for example, you're having a timed assessment, you are preparing them for external exams, and then they need to focus on their task and be totally quiet. Yes, this time. But for this term, it's something I've just said that I'm going to pause and just focus more on what they are achieving, focus more on engaging them, focus more on teaching them to use their indoor voice, not necessarily keeping quiet and just shutting their mouth.
1: okay thank you so much for sharing that with us so what about what you like to repeat something i've been doing before and you like to keep doing it so before you share yours i'm going to share mine okay so for me i started something uh, last time i realized that every time i because my i always have them the first period. So they are always all over the place. Some of them come late to school and it really disturbed my class because sometimes I'm, I'm already 10 minutes, 20 minutes into the class and some students are just rushing in. And I can understand because these are children from low income homes that they have to help their mom open the, uh, their store or hawk something before they come to school. Some are living with their, um, with their bosses, so they have to take the children of whoever their madam or, or guys to school before they even come to school. So I understand that. So what I do is to get them to be calm and relaxed, and to get their minds to um to get their attention. I developed a mantra such that once I enter class. That's what they they know that that's what that's the the mantra is the is the cue to getting ready for the class, and so they 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 would say, I am a listener, I am ever learning, and I am a digital learner, and then we do twenty one claps. There's it. We have a special way of of um, clapping twenty one claps. So that when we are done doing that, like two or three times, everybody is settled. Everybody's eyes are on me—at least most of them. Their eyes are on me or on the board, and so I, I get their attention. And so we've been—we did this throughout the term. I'm definitely going to keep doing it. That's something I'll definitely put on repeat on my playlist. So, what's yours going to be, Mary?
0: What did you say, Hello. Can you
1: hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I said, "What's yours going to be?"
0: Okay, so what, what are, are you going actually... to replay? Yes, I heard. You. I want to quickly say something. What you said is actually awesome because, to be sincere, many of those children would be tired and have a lot on their minds when they get to school. So that's just yes, the perfect way of bringing them back. You know, bringing their minds back into the classroom and making them get themselves back to focus on what the learning would be so i'll say that's great mm-hmm. and it's definitely something to continue doing
1: yeah thank
0: you okay. so for play, i will say setting goals and sharing those goals with the children
1: yeah i'm with you okay.
0: So when I say setting goals, I don't necessarily mean class rules. Setting goals could mean, especially when there are children that you have spent some time with already. So for example, we've been together first term, and this is another term. We could actually sit down and I do it before school resumes. So I, I reflect on the previous term. But then it's important that you don't enforce goals on children. They also have to understand why these things you have mentioned, why have you made them my goals? So they need to understand that. And that means that you're not just coming to the class and saying that, oh, these are my goals for you. It's important that you let the children set those goals. However, you can guide them into what you think the focus should be. They're children. So there are questions you would ask, especially because those goals were based on what we experience. So they will most likely mention those things. So sitting with your children to set goals for them and following up to ensure that those goals are met, either weekly or biweekly or, you know, once in two weeks. So you decide how you want to measure it. So it's important. And it's something that I'm certainly replaying because it's it's great when the children... um, Accountable and they are also responsible for themselves. We don't, we, children of this generation are have grown to become independent, unlike our days. So, we must ensure that we are also teaching them that independence, not just deciding that, oh, this is when I will do my own work or I am free to do anything I like in my house. So, that independence should also come from the place of, in terms of my learning, in terms of my behavior, I'm responsible for my actions i'm responsible for my the outcome of my learning that is my results at the end of the day so setting proper goals into ensuring that that happens is very very important and it's something i have replayed already so we sat down to set goals already at the beginning of the term and sometimes after setting goals as a class there are some children you want to set goals with one-on-one and I try not to make these things too formal. I might be documenting, but I don't want the children to also feel overwhelmed, for lack of a better word. But then I know that, okay, so when it comes to DIO, this is what I want DIO to improve on. I can have a one on one conversation because that doesn't affect the whole class, apart from the whole class goals, you know. And at the end of the week, or I've chosen on Tuesdays or a particular day, I'm checking. And I'm giving, I'm making the child realize that I'm checking. So maybe we are working on sentence structure. Maybe we are working on ensuring that um, I'm I'm going to work on looking neat every day. As little as that, I'm working on my handwriting. So sentence structure, the child has done a creative writing task. The child has made little effort. The child doesn't have to become perfect before you call the child to applaud. So this child will always write a sentence without full stop. And you have marked the creative writing tag that has full stop at the end of the sentence, even though the spellings is wrong. There's nothing wrong in calling that child to say, wow, I can see you using your full stop. Now, what do we need to work on? Let's, let's work on ensuring that we spell properly. So it's important that we set goals for our children. And I would say that it has really worked for me and it is still working. So I would encourage teachers to set goals for their children, either as a class, as a team, or as individuals
1: all right so um, um concerning setting goals does this also include uh the learning objectives of each lesson what what do you um, think about that involving learners in the in setting the learning objectives like in telling them about the the learning objective first before starting the class
0: yeah, every before starting the, begin with the the lesson knowing the learning it is very important every lesson must begin with the children knowing why they are even learning what they are learning and then no, not, not necessarily so they end they up knowing why during the class but it must start with them knowing what they are about to learn we are learning about so what this topic we are learning about we are learning about fractions today what are we going to be doing And then success criteria should also come in where the child should be able to say, at at the end of this lesson, I should be able to add fractions. I should be able to multiply fractions. I should be able to divide fractions because that's the only way. So when you tell the child you're not achieving the goals, what will the child use to measure? It's those objectives. So lesson objectives, it's compulsory. So I'm not even talking about lesson objectives now. Lesson objective, objective is a, it's composed for every lesson to begin with the children knowing what the objectives are. So I think it's something that you, when your class is even being observed, you get a grade for introducing the lesson of it is important. It's just like going for a training and then you don't know what you're going to learn. Then at the end of the day, when the training ends, can you actually ask yourself or can you actually answer the question, have you learned, if you don't know what you're supposed to learn? So, yeah, even the, the, the students, the learners
1: will not even be able to evaluate themselves, too. They will also be able to evaluate their learning exactly. at the end of the class Another because they don't even know what and what. Yeah.
0: What? Yes. Another thing I even do is, so if the lesson has been broken into steps and you know that, OK, so by the time I teach for the first 15 minutes, achieving, so you even ask them, so let's go back to our objectives to add fractions have we been able to achieve that everybody says yes or you can give them you know small papers where they just take a smiley face for children that may not want to say yes or may not want to say no however um i ensure that i teach children to say no when they think they've not gotten it and other, other children don't have the uh, right to laugh at them or make them feel bad so it's something that i have established already so they can freely say no I don't understand yet. So it's very important that objectives are set for every lesson and the children know them. However, when it comes to goal setting, I'm actually referring to, on a wider note now, so outside academics, involving academics too in some cases, but for example, we are just going to work on writing properly ensuring that we dot our I's and cross our T's. That is our goal for this class, that every note picked in this class, anybody that sees it would actually say, wow, you know, and just walk them through, support them to achieve it. So that's entirely different from the lesson objectives, which is also very important.
1: Hey. Yes, yeah, so it's been really interesting listening to you, and I've learned a lot. A lot that I'm going to um, practice in my class. I'm definitely going to practice in my class. I've learned a lot from you. I, I just knew that I was in for a great ride inviting you to the show today, and it's great hearing your voice again.
0: Sorry, can, I quickly, <laughs> can, I add, can I quickly add something, please? Sorry, are you there? Can I quickly add something? So something... Excuse me.
1: Yes, please go on.
0: Can you still hear me? Okay, so something crossed my mind. I know I mentioned that it doesn't have to be formal. For some children, so it goes back to knowing your children. There are some times that you want to... So you could tell the child, okay, get a notepad so that we can document progress because it's also good that they see where they are coming from and where they are going for some children that you know that documenting so i am not the writing type or um i don't just want to, this child will not be visible i'm too formal about it then you can be the one documenting and the child doesn't even know some children you can tell them you will do the documenting so at the end of one, what do you think write your thoughts some other children, you might just want to note it down somewhere and say, okay, at the end of the I noticed that this this has improved. We still need to work on this. So documenting is also important. Documenting can also come in place of. So there's something I learned this term. When a child does something wrong, instead of erasing, tell the child to do it on another page so that when the child gets it, the child can go back and see where he came from or where he or she has come from and where he or she has gotten to. An... And even say to himself or herself that wow yesterday i did not know this i got zero this today i'm getting 10 out of 10. you know instead of erasing and there's no record to even flip back to and say this is where i came from so all those little things go a long way because our children's self-esteem is also you know it's important to build it and these are the little things i observe realize that even though everybody cannot see that i'm progressing so for example i did not come first I did not have an A because I didn't have eighty-five. But come on, I had thirty-eight last time and I had fifty this term. That's progress for me. But no, people don't really celebrate that progress until you have been called to an assembly to collect an award. So we need to be very, you know, observant and let these children see it because they are also waiting to have A. So if I can call the child and say, "What do you think about your your performance this term?" I didn't, I did not do well, and I. Are you sure? Let's look at last time. You have 38. This time you're having 15. The child will be surprised because the child didn't see it from that perspective. The child felt that I should jump into A straight from 38. So goal setting, you know, it has to be followed up on. And the child needs to know that he or she is progressing. And even when there is no progress, continuous encouragement would definitely would need and prayer too. So praying for your children is important you know, continuous encouragement and prayer too would lead to the difference being made.
1: Yes, definitely cannot take out the God factor. All right. Thank you so much for sharing your playlist with us. The show is not over yet. We're going to go on uh, music break. And when we get back, we're going to play a game about this teachers playlist so i'm going to call out some things um that teachers do and you tell me if you're going to play play it or stop it but that will be when we get back so what i'm about to play the music i'm about to play is um a song composed by Lagos state teachers and that were employed in 2020 and it was written by two of these teachers mr diary and miss yvonne enjoy Okay, the network doesn't want me to play this song, so let's just continue with our game. Hi, Mary.
0: Yes, I'm still here.
1: All right, so I'm just going to list out these um, intentions and let's see if we are going to play or stop them. Number one shouting at uncooperative learners please stop stop <laughs> <laughs> grad yes yes
0: oh for me okay
1: yes grading I'm every kidding. assignment
0: stop sincerely stop
1: <laughs> okay Do you want some to talk people about
0: wondering yes yeah, <laughs> i'm wondering why okay Sometimes, giving more worksheets or more tasks might be to um reinforce a topic it might be to check learning it might be for different reasons and teachers just feel that everything a child collects for me must have a red pen or a green pen depending on the color of pennies so i've learned that some things come on some things can just be put aside However, I know that Mm -hmm. some school owners or or school administrators don't like to say these things because some people would now take advantage of it. So teachers have to be, have to learn to lead themselves. You must learn to Mm -hmm. lead yourself. You don't take advantage of cases, situations like I just come and say, okay, teachers, you don't have to grade them everything. Some people will not even grade anything. No, we must be responsible and lead ourselves. So when I say everything doesn't have to be graded, you you don't need to kill yourself trying to mark everything. Some things might just be withdrawn and filed because it has done what you wanted to do. So I just want to be sure that they still remember this concept. I, I quickly give a worksheet. They all got it right. That's fine. So I can just skim through and then I see that they all got it right and just file it somewhere. And that's the end.
1: you can even give assignments that um do not necessarily have to come with grades let them do it but not graded they don't have to because these students are so used to getting grades that they don't even study to to learn again they just want to study to get the grades it's I, i just want to get it. i just want to pass so at the end of the day, mm. they are not even now. They cannot even apply what they've learned from you learned
0: or from, the, from the, the lesson. Grade anyway. Yeah,
1: they write notes for grades. They answer question in class mm. for grades. They are so used to just to get mark. If you tell them, okay, go and try this out at all, they will ask you, "Excuse me, ma, how many marks? <laughs> how many marks will That's we get too- for that?" And I'm like, no mark. You're not getting any mark it's for you not for me Those i want you to go and experience it and then you they'll be like ah oh, assuming just give Would us two marks now give us, best 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 now. Give us it's yeah. like they. It's, it's not like they are all slim for that mark like it is well we have a long way to go <laughs> one step mm. at a time all right let's continue <laughs> using a to-do list
0: My God, you know that today I was telling someone that I come, I I write a to-do list every night. But when I enter the building, (laughs) I don't even remember it exists anymore. But then I will not stop it because sometimes So I'm trying to be more intentional about where I place it so that I can still look at it. Sometimes you might get carried away by what is happening at the moment that at the end of the day, when you look at the to-do list building, you begin to wish you actually glanced at it during the day because you have missed out something really important so a to-do list i will not stop even though sincerely sometimes i don't even remember it exists but then i'm trying to put it use sticky notes now and place it somewhere i would quickly just see the things are very important so i'll still continue with to do list.
1: (laughs) okay so many teachers that i know they don't believe in to-do list Uh, for me i can't do without to-do list not necessarily that i'm going to do everything on that list but it just helps me keep track it it gives me this peace of mind that okay okay you're able to do this today this is what you have not done it just keeps me calm especially at the end of the day when i'm done with all my classes and i just see it on my table it's always on my table and i look through it as oh okay i can do this tomorrow okay I, i wasn't able to do this today i'll i'll fix it tomorrow so Next on the list is using the teacher's scary look to get students' attention. I think you already mentioned this earlier.
0: There are two types Should I repeat it?
1: Okay, 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 okay. You.
0: There are two types of looks <laughs> there's a the scary one, and there's that one that is just saying that you know, eyes are on you. <laughs> Uh, what are you talking about?
1: <laughs> the scary one. <laughs> okay. W-
0: w- hmm. I
1: don't
0: know so I I, I don't want. To, let, let's not name it scary now. Let's. You know that one that. One okay, of we should do, we in call the it? Conflict? Do you know so do
1: you happened? know why i'm I'm naming it scary because this is actually something I I want to stop I want to be intentional about it this year because my face you know naturally when I'm not smiling yeah. you don't want to mess so with you? me when I'm not smiling <laughs> you think that I'm just going to pounce on you if you get something wrong so imagine when I now put on that scary look again it's like' <laughs> okay, to power. No, do you understand so in the class the students Not are so sometimes sometimes when i'm even joking with them they don't even get my joke because of that <laughs> look sometimes other times they get my joke and when they laugh they are quick to quickly compose themselves again themselves. Ah, shame me, shame me, shame. do you understand so that i don't want that type. i don't want them to know me as that i don't want i like the fact that they know that i, I like playing in class but I don't want them to know me as, ah, if she should roll her eyes for you, eh. Okay, so that's I roll my true, eyes a lot. True.
0: So, last week- no, I don't, know I don't, know I want, I don't
1: mean, want that true. story.
0: That's true, actually. Last week, I don't know where I picked it from. I started giving thumbs up. When I see you doing something that is not right, I'll give you a thumbs up. <laughs> I didn't know where- I, I, I just realized I was doing it this week. And I remember a child did something wrong. I gave him thumbs up and he was bragging with his friends that, look, Mrs. Weka is giving me thumbs up. And in my mind, I'm like, can't you realize I'm correcting you or <laughs> something? While some friends, when they see the thumbs up and they know they did something wrong, they are wondering, she's definitely saying that she stopped that. So some of them have known, they have realized what that thumbs up mean. Well done, I'll catch you later. <laughs> so maybe we will not do the scary look. We'll just do the thumbs up. <laughs>
1: one will work for learners that have native intelligence so to work for learners that have discretion (laughs) not the ones that (laughs) i don't know let me not say what's about (laughs) okay don't say next thing (laughs) the next thing is involving students in note-taking involving students in note-taking
0: i'll definitely play that because i'm big on journaling i even okay. feel that when you write a note that i have put up on the board it's not really enough i uh. i do that with the older children but i've learned this
1: yeah. i've learned
0: lately that even the younger children can do it it's as little as creating a mind map it's as little as writing what you have learned in bullet points So when the children make sense out of what they have learned themselves, so make, just try to sketch out what you have learned, you know, just jot it down, just, some people try to even draw, you know, try to make it beautiful, try, so it it makes them reflect first, because they have to reflect to put it down, and then they would not forget as fast as if they are just written it from the board. So children should be involved in note-taking, I always call it so. It's, it's like take make writing a journal out of what you have learned in your own way. So it's not doesn't have to be too formal. So it's 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 something I'll play definitely.
1: All right, thank you so much. I've learned a lot, and I'm definitely going to listen to this show over and over again so that I can also create a journal mind map of all that I've learned here thank you once again for your time thank you to our listeners the ones that contributed and asked questions i'm grateful uh please make sure you tune in to join the next show that will be coming up very soon and um see you again same time in next in the next two weeks I can hear your boy's voice <laughs> okay he wants to be a part of the show too <laughs> the show is over already we would have heard from him too all right thank you so much and have a lovely weekend thank you everyone for joining yeah bye bye
0: thank you everyone for listening
1: bye bye